Hello, everybody. Dr. Joe Vitale here with another Hypnotic Gold audio moment, and I'm very excited because I have something new and different. This is going to be a historic moment and with somebody I've been trying to get a hold of for a long, long time. This is a man who has invented something most of us have heard of, and we need to know more about so it can help all of us release our fears and release our self-sabotage and help us attract the success, the money, everything that we deserve and we've been longing for. Before I give an introduction, I want to make sure he's on the phone. Roger, can you hear me? Yes, I can, Dr. Joe. All right. Well, hang on there for a second. I have Dr. Roger Callahan on the phone. And Dr. Roger Callahan is the founder and developer of the Callahan Techniques, known by most of us, especially me, as Thought Field Therapy, TFT. And Dr. Callahan is a clinical psychologist. He's a graduate of the University of Michigan. He received his Ph.D. in clinical psychology from Syracuse University. He's the author of numerous books, including It Can Happen to You, The Practical Guide to Romantic Love, uh, The Callahan Anxiety Pictures, uh, The Five-Minute Phobia Cure, which I'll be talking about a little bit because that was my introduction to Dr. Callahan and his life-changing work because that dramatically helped me decades ago uh so the five minute phobia cure the anxiety addiction connection the rapid treatment of panic agoraphobia and anxiety another book which i also have is why do i eat when i'm not hungry Uh, another is yet another stop the nightmares of trauma Uh, i can go on and on and on the most recent book i think it's the most recent is called Tapping the Healer Within. That is correct, right. Tapping the Healer Within, which is wonderful. Everybody needs to go on and get this right after this call. So, again, Roger Callahan, he's the past president of the American Academy of Psychologists and Marital and Family Therapy. Uh, He's taught at the University of Michigan. I can go on and on with this man. He has been on radio and television, including Good Morning America, uh, CNN, Evening Magazine, Regis, Tom Snyder, Jenny Jones, uh, Phil Donahue had even spent an entire program with him back in the day. So I can go on and on and on. I'm just going to say, Dr. Callahan, thank you for making time to help all of us. Oh, thank you. It's a great pleasure to be here with you. I don't know that you realize it, but I am a huge fan of yours because you made a life-changing difference in my life. I'm not going to be able to say specifically when, but it's at least 15 to 20 years ago. Oh, wonderful. And, and it had to do with uh, the book, The Anxiety, The Five-Minute Phobia I, Cure. Right. And let me tell you real quickly why, because this is a nice way to, to bring you in and let everybody know how powerful your work is. Yes. I was a terrified public speaker. Hmm. Terrified meaning that if there were six people in the room and I taught a class, which this is a true experience, there were six people in the room and I taught a class, I'd lean against the door shaking, my knees about to buckle, imagining that I was just going to slide to the floor in my own vomit. I'd just embarrass myself, just totally be a wreck, and I hated it. Now, I'm the same guy who today is on Larry King. I'm in seven or eight different movies. I go all over the world. I've been in Russia, Peru, all these different places. I spoke to 17,000 people live in Lima, Peru. So how does a guy who can't speak in front of six people decades ago now travel around the world and show up on TV and this, that, and the other? Yeah. Well, the reason is because of Dr. Callahan, because of you. I was on an airline, mag- airline flight, and I picked up one of their magazines, and there was an ad that said, Overcome the Fear of Public Speaking with a Five-Minute Phobia Cure. Do you remember that ad? Oh, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I imagine you cleaned up because all of the people who were afraid of public speaking were sitting on the plane <laughs> with <Right>. me. Yeah. <laughs> but I bought that material, and I actually just bought it again for a friend of mine who was saying, how did you become such a hypnotic speaker? And I said, well, go to Dr. Roger Callahan's website and go get his <laughs> his material. But it all started with that for me, and I imagine it did for a whole lot of other people. Yeah, I'm so glad. And I ended up seeing you on TV. I saw you on Donahue. I saw you demonstrate your thought-filled therapy by taking, I remember one person was afraid of going up a ladder. Yeah. And you worked with her. I mean, they brought a ladder out, and they said, go on up the ladder. And, of course, she couldn't go one step up the ladder. Yeah. You worked with her, taught her thought-filled therapy, and she went all the way up and was smiling. Right. 
and another one was afraid of spiders. And I mean, this was a long time ago. You've got 30 years worth of stories to tell here. Yeah, that's right. So, so I mean, uh, I, I just want to set the stage with what impact you've had for me. Well, so let's begin it. with how did you ever come up with the treatment itself or the five-minute phobia cure? I mean, where, what was the... Well, as a ch- I experienced uh, severe phobias when I was a child. Hmm. And I grew up in foster homes, and so I had no rapport with the adults around, so I couldn't talk to anybody about it. But I knew it was weird and peculiar, mm-hmm. and I knew I shouldn't be afraid of these things because they couldn't hurt me, theoretically. Mm-hmm. But uh, I was terrified of them, anyhow, just like any other phobic. <clears throat> and uh, I, when I went to college, I never even heard of a psychologist, but I heard about it. I got the GI Bill and uh, went to college. And um, found that uh, there were people who worked with these kind of problems called psychologists and psychiatrists. I thought, oh, that's for me. Then uh, I made it my business to find out more about it. Mm -hmm. By the way, before before the war, I was in World War II in the Air Force, and before the war... um, I wasn't afraid of flying. It was after the war I yeah. uh, developed that fear. But I had many other, almost all the other fears, fear of heights, hmm. fear, public speaking. Oh, God, I'd rather be shot yes. than do that, and, uh, and a number of others. And so uh, I had a real personal interest. Mm-hmm. And uh, I figured, well, these psychologists and psychiatrists must know everything about them, so maybe I can cure them. And so anyhow, I became a clinical psychologist, that's a Mm -hmm. specialty in clinical work with uh, various problems, and uh, I I found that they didn't know much about them. (laughs) Yeah, they actually didn't, did they? No, they didn't know much about them, and uh, Mm -hmm. so I wasn't going to get much help directly there, but uh, I got interested in the problem that there was no uh, cure or treatment for them. By the way, Time Magazine, last issue, came out with the statement that phobias can't be cured. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> don't magazine. you love mainstream news? They just came out and said phobias can't be cured. <laughs> right. Uh, right. Thanks a lot. <clears throat> yeah. But anyhow, it makes it all the more dramatic when we do it and we show them most of the people they can even do it themselves, mm-hmm. as you did, mm-hmm. with a little direction. And uh, so, yeah, they are quite curable. And I use the word cure, the five-minute phobia cure, it had never been used before in any book, and especially, uh, and I got a dictionary of psychological terms, a dictionary of psychiatric terms. The word cure did not appear in these big books. Are you serious? Yeah. Now, what's they, a, when did you come out with the five-minute phobia cure book, and when was this research? No, it was, oh, no. That was uh, a long time ago, mm-hmm. about... Uh, 18 years ago, I think it came that, out. That sounds right, because I was saying yeah. 15 to 20 for me to discover it. Right. Well, and uh, mm-hmm. so, anyhow, uh, I didn't want to go on television and just talk about it. I showed them, let's demonstrate it. So I would ask for volunteers from the TV audience, mm-hmm. and we'd get people who had really serious fears. You could see, you saw the woman that couldn't go up a ladder, for example. Yeah. And uh, so, anyhow, I... That was uh, my uh, initial breakthrough with uh, finding uh, phobias, a cure for phobias. Mm-hmm. And uh, children can cure phobias. With they, mm-hmm. with they just follow the directions in our treatment. Mm-hmm. And we have children who have cured their friends of various phobias. Now that's like My granddaughter cured some of her friends. And that's very commonplace. Well, we're going we're gonna to break this down for the people who don't know anything about thought field therapy. And I'm going to say something here that I'd like you to comment on. Yeah. A lot of people know what EFT is, the emotional uh-huh. freedom technique. Right. But they, they don't realize that thought field therapy is the mom and pop of that. Yes, that's that right, and the grandfather. Yes, that's right. It all it all has come from your work, and I yes, want to make sure right. that the public can – you never say anything about this, but I know when I talk to people who do know who you are and your work, we all know that you're the you're the man who brought this into being. Right. And EFT folks, you know, they're kind of like little kids running around trying to teach this. But you developed it. And so, uh, first of all, I'm acknowledging that publicly. And then, second of all, I still want you to tell the story of how did you discover this? It well, sounds like it's such a bizarre thing that there's yeah, nothing involved. That's right. In. It, it, it is. It seems very bizarre. Mm-hmm. It seems like it has nothing to do with 
curing any problem right. when you look at it. It right. doesn't seem to have any direct applicability to that. However, mm-hmm. it's the most powerful treatment in history. There's never been anything like it. Wow. And uh, how I discovered it was, uh, was it's a famous case now, and she, she, tried, she was on a number of television shows with me. Her name was Mary. Hmm. And uh, she had, I've been working with Mary for a year and a half using everything I ever knew. She had a very severe phobia of water. She couldn't go near the water. She had nightmares about water getting her. Uh, whenever she bathed, she'd have to put only like a half inch of water in a tub, and she'd hmm. suffer the whole time. She didn't know why she had this. Her parents didn't know why. There was no initial traumatic incident, for example, that started it off. Mm. But have it she did, and in a big, grand way, it was awful. So anyhow, uh, I was just exploring anything that might help in my patients because Mm -hmm. what we were doing as psychologists and psychiatrists in those days was not very effective. People would go literally for years, Mm. five times or more a week and complain about their problems and so forth. And this mm. went on for, uh, for, uh, for uh, time immemorial, and, and they didn't get any better. So I was always exploring things, and I explored something. I was just reading about, a little bit about uh, acupressure mm-hmm. and uh, read a little bit about this and that and thought, let me try this on Mary, because Mary was my case I've been working with for a year and a half mm. using everything I knew. Uh, or had ever learned that might help a phobic, I would try with her. And uh, none of them worked. Uh, and I knew that right away. <clears throat> I asked, uh, she, I heard her say, we were talking a little bit about it, we were at my home. We treated her at my house because I had a, a swimming pool there. And uh, we treated her, she got so that she could sit by the edge of the pool with her feet dangling in the water. It Hmm. still was horribly frightening for Mm -hmm. her. And she'd spend an hour recovering from this because of all the stress. She'd have a splitting headache and everything else. And she said uh, said something about she feels it. She feels this feeling in her stomach. And since I was just reading about acupuncture, I I noted Hmm. that the stomach meridian started underneath the eye, about an inch below the eye. Hmm. And, And just... In the, in the spirit of trying anything at all that might help, I asked her to just, just tap underneath your eye because I wanted to put some energy in there. And uh, she looked at me strange, and she said, you know, it's gone. <laughs> I said, what, what do you mean? I wasn't expecting anything, of course. And, and she says, it's gone, that horrible feeling in the pit of my stomach. When I think of water, it's gone. Now, I used to have to drag this poor woman down to the pool because the Mm. treatment, as any phobic patient knows, the usual treatment is torture. Mm. They torture you with the suffering that's entailed in exposing yourself to the thing like the water. Mm -hmm. And uh, she she would have a, it was awful for her. Uh, In fact, the patients that are worked with with this approach, generally what they do is they find out that they can stand much more suffering than they thought they ever could. Mm. And so that's what they get, a real dose of suffering, and that's what we typically do. So she, she was reluctant to believe it, but she, nevertheless, she ran to the pool, demonstrating wow. to me, you know, like, what's going on here? I was a little mm-hmm. bit frightened. And she turned around and uh, heard the fear in my voice when I said, Mary, Mary, look out. <laughs> I was afraid she's going to jump in the pool, mm-hmm. and she wasn't ready for that. And... Uh, she turned around and saw my anguish, and she laughed and said, Dr. Callahan, don't worry. I know I don't know how to swim. I'm not going to jump in that pool. And I breathed a huge sigh of relief right there. Mm-hmm. And anyhow, that was it. And, and uh, she couldn't go near the beach, and she was afraid of rain. And that night there was rain, and, so she, and she felt fine. So she wanted to test this and got in her car and drove down to the beach, which she could never do in her whole life before. She was, a, she was in her middle 30s at wow. the time, and she had uh, several children. And uh, she said that she was pleased. This was around the time of the uh, movie Jaws. Mm-hmm. And when that movie came out, the kids heard about what it was, and they stopped bugging her about taking him to the beach because mm-hmm. they, they were afraid of what they heard about Jaws. 
and so she said that was that was a real break for me because they stopped in the summer they stopped bugging me to take him to the beach which I couldn't do I could never do that mm. so anyhow that was the end of her fear and I've amazing. been following her now for over 30 years oh you're still in contact with her yeah, yeah. amazing yeah and because she was number one, I wanted to keep the focus on her. Mm-hmm. And she appeared on a number of television shows with me. And uh, and she, so you refined the treatment from that Yeah, point? that's right, because, you know, um, the next day, obviously, what I did was obvious. I mean, I immediately tapped under the eyes of all my patients with phobias, mm-hmm. and it didn't do anything for any of them. Mm. But I realized I was onto something, just had to discover more. So uh, I found quite a bit of other little stuff that goes along with the needed treatment that we use today, mm-hmm. and it doesn't take any. It's, it's really, to call it a five-minute phobia cure is an exaggeration. It's about a five-second cure usually when you have a simple. <laughs> but nobody would believe a five-second cure. No, they cure. wouldn't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> well, th- this leads to a couple of things. I hope you don't mind because no, I'm enough of a ahead. marketing entrepreneurial man to want to ask you a different question or two no. here along the way. Yeah. Well, even the title of the book, The Five-Minute Phobia Cure, yeah. th- that is a brilliant headline. From a marketing standpoint, it's like, this This probably can't be improved on. Uh, did you write that? Did you work with a marketing person at some point? Because even your ad that was in that airline magazine about overcome the fear of public speaking and other phobias in five minutes or less, I mean, that's the kind of thing that the John Caples and the great advertising giants would have bowed to. Oh yeah, no. I was I was advised to tone it down. That was just my idea because wow. it was accurate. It was the truth. <laughs> if wow. it wasn't true, I wouldn't have used it. In fact, I had to overcome a hurdle to use the word cure because it's never been it never been used before. Well, I know uh, our friends, people like Kevin Trudeau, probably know about that word too. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> that the government doesn't like us saying anything about cure. No, but, that's right. So that's you right. you just knew that this worked, and that was the title of what you put on it because this was this was the intention. It was a very accurate title. Yeah, it was an accurate title. Here. That is in fact, amazing. it was exaggerated because actually it was, it was only seconds in typical mm. cases. There are people who have anxiety disorders. Let me interject. Mm-hmm. Who are not cured in seconds and not cured in uh, weeks and months. Mm-hmm. They they have another problem when you have a panic disorder and you have panic attacks, uh, that's, that's more, worse than a phobia in, to cure harder because mm-hmm. it involves toxins. So anyhow, I found out how to cure panic too, but it takes more. Well, that's yeah. an interesting distinction there that yeah. I didn't even know that that was going to come up. Right. I, it's probably worth mentioning because some of the people listening, they're going to have fear. Uh, naturally, many people are going to have the fear of public speaking, yeah. and you know that you can overcome that. That's right. But what about when they have fears about, kind of unconscious fears or fear of success or fear of failure yeah uh, you know those, yeah that's right fear of, of almost everything yeah well does the five minute phobia cure work for those as well well it can mm-hmm. but but uh, here's what yeah i've been i've treated uh thousands and thousands of phobics more than anybody in history because mm. i do it so quickly obviously mm-hmm. and i'm older than most doctors in history so <laughs> i've treated more cases so I have a really good backlog. Hmm. Um, I, you could say that I specialize in treating patients that nobody else can help. I see. Yeah, because typically we get people who come to see me that nothing has ever helped them before. Hmm. And uh, what I do helps most of them, not all mm-hmm. of them, alas, but about 99% of them. And uh, not all of them are that brief, you know, five minutes, mm-hmm. et cetera. But that's true. For a simple delimited phobia, we do cure them like that and faster than five minutes. Faster. Well, what about the issue of self-sabotage, you know, the fear of success, the fear of money, the fear of failure, yeah. and it stops them from doing anything? That's a central part of something that I discovered. Hmm. Um, I, ha- I have a name for it. I call it psychological reversal. Psychological reversal. Now, I know that from your books, but nobody's yeah. going to know what you mean. What, yeah, what I know. Um, anyhow, I found that some people have this phenomenon hmm. of a block, and they can't be treated easily or mm-hmm. without great difficulty. Hmm. And I found that there is a condition called reversal. And by the way, I didn't know this when I discovered it, hmm. but that was about 30 years ago because it was my first discovery. Mm-hmm. It, it preceded the five-minute phobia cure reversal. Oh, 
Yeah. And uh, reversal puts a block in the way of any treatment. Uh, no treatment can be successful if the person has this reversal condition. Now, I, I could really, we could talk just about the reversal. It's so interesting. Hmm. Uh, it's a common cause of cancer. Whoa. Psychological. Wait a the, yeah. the psychological reversal yes. is a common cause of cancer? Right. Now, that was discovered by a couple of uh, very creative uh, and diligent researchers at uh, Yale University. Hmm. Uh, they found that they used a voltmeter, a voltmeter mm -hmm. that measures uh, voltage, and it measures, more importantly for our purpose, the direction that the voltage moves in the body. Ah. And they find that the direction they found was reversed in all cases of cancer. The person had a reversal. Well, this is the same term I used. And when I discovered reversal, I also found that it was common uh, that every patient that I had showed this reversal <clears throat> who had cancer. Mm -hmm. So anyhow, the, the voltmeter will show this direction of uh, change of the voltage. And this was, uh, uh, this was demonstrated by a professor of neuroanatomy at Yale back in, uh, oh, about uh, in the, what was it, 40s, 50s, and 60s, they did this mm -hmm. research. And it's very, very exciting. But anyhow, I found, to make it, uh, mm -hmm. get this whole thing simplified, that I found they did not know how to fix this reversal. Mm. They did not know. Mm. They never found out. All they knew was that the reversal, it showed up on a voltmeter, mm -hmm. and the, 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 they had a minus mm -hmm. voltage on a voltmeter. And this was clearly uh, demonstrable. Now, um, so the energy is going reverse in their body. Yeah, that's right. The energy in their body is going in reverse. So how do, what do you literal. do about that? Or what uh, did, uh, what did... I, found, I found about five ways to correct it. Wow. Yeah, and I found that a patient who had it couldn't be cured of the problem they were presenting with. We had to fix that reversal first, mm -hmm. and then it was easy to cure them. How and do it you was know so simple. It's <laughs> so simple to fix it. I'll tell you how I fix it, and that is there's a point on the side of the hand, mm -hmm. uh, if you, on the little finger side okay. of the hand, and it's where you would deliver a karate chop on the okay, side so of the this, hand. Okay, so this isn't exactly the palm. This is on the karate chop. It's on the side of the, yeah, it's not on the palm. Mm -hmm. It's on the side of you. If you look at the back of your hand, mm -hmm. it'll be on the little finger side. Okay. All and right. it's halfway between the base of the little finger and the wrist. And if you tap that ten times, mm -hmm. in fact, anybody who's having trouble in therapy, try this. And explain to your therapist what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And you tap the side of your hand ten times. And in 98% of the cases, that will correct the reversal. And then the person can respond to the simple treatment favorably. Now, does it matter which hand, left no, or right? No, it doesn't matter. And when you tap, I remember some from some of your earlier videos, because uh, it's amazing that I remember all of this. Yeah, you talked yeah. about tapping like you're tapping on a door to get somebody's attention, not real hard. Yeah, not too hard. Not too hard, but if you were knocking it on the door with your finger, you'd, you'd, talk, you'd tap a little firmly. Yeah, that's right, firmly but not hard. You don't want to hurt, and some people do it so hard they hurt themselves, and that's not the way to do it. Okay, so I'm tapping the side of my little finger on my left hand. I'm doing, yeah. I've already done it about ten times. Right. And what is that doing? Is it unlocking it a block? The, it corrects the flow of energy. It sounds it's amazing. Straight, and you can see the correction with a voltmeter. Ah. And I'm grateful to those professors for, for demonstrating that. They did a mm -hmm. careful, careful job. They were working mm -hmm. with cancer patients, and they found out that 99% of the cancer patients had this reversal in their energy. Well, I had already found that, and I was excited to see that they found the same thing. The only difference is they never found out how to correct it. Did they even find out what caused it? No, need, no. Do, I, know, I know what causes it, yeah. What causes that helps it? to know what causes it, and it, it's very, it's crucial hmm. in tr having good high treatment success to know how to fix the reversal. Mm -hmm. It's crucial. 
in a nutshell, is it what causes it? Is it you know thought well, patterns? All kinds of things. You, you know, one, one of the most common causes hmm. is laundry soap. Are you serious? I'm very serious. <laughs> well, you mean the the laundry like soap tide, tide or something? Surf, yeah, and perfumes. Well, how do we know? This is starting to get interesting, more interesting to me. <laughs> yeah. How do you know what laundry soap or perfumes you're supposed to use if you're using one and it's well, causing yeah, a psychological? Well, one of the ways you'll know you have this mm-hmm. is if you've been in therapy for years and with this one problem driving mm-hmm. you crazy, but mm-hmm. you've never been able to find any doctor who could help. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's not hard for people to come up with. Right. I mean, uh, most people have that experience with yeah. some problem. Yeah. <clears throat> so uh, anyhow, that's one of the ways you know is that you're you're not responding to treatment. Mm. And I recommend, uh, especially anybody that that is uh, is getting help for cancer, should know about how to use a voltmeter. On yourself? That, yeah, on yourself. Sure. Huh? Yeah, it's very simple. But you've got to. <laughs> there's. It's simple, but you need a little instruction. And mm-hmm. if you ever get a voltmeter, you get one, what you want is get one that has uh, shows millivolts. Mm-hmm. And what we're interested in is not the degree of voltage, but is it in the plus or on the minus side? Uh. And the voltmeter is divided in the middle between being plus and minus. Normal is plus. So would you suggest that as a general precautionary rule of thumb is to tap your side finger every day? Oh, yeah, especially if you're working on a difficult problem. Yeah. And uh, the odds are good that if you do that and it's sufficient, it's not sufficient in every case because if the person is wearing a toxin like clothing with perfume or laundry soap or something, then uh, they're they're not going to be able to be helped. But if you're if you if you're an individual and you get a voltmeter, mm-hmm. you, one thing you can do to be safe is just remove all your clothing and take it. Uh. Yeah, you you don't want to do that in an office or on on the street, of course. <laughs> right. But, because uh, mm-hmm. yeah, you know it's inappropriate. But if you're home alone and you're you're working with some problem, mm-hmm. and you're using a voltmeter, and you can't get it to go in the po- positive range, mm-hmm. try removing all your clothing one at a time. Because you might find that maybe just uh, taking a, a blouse off will do it. Do food allergies affect yeah, this as well? Absolutely, and that's another really common one. Um, foods that are toxin mm. will cause you to have a reversal. Absolutely, that's another common cause. Not so just uh, scents are one of the more common causes. You know, have you ever noticed you go into some uh, new fashion doctors? They'll have a sign, do not wear perfume in this office. Huh. And that, they found that that's what happens. The perfume reverses people, makes it harder to treat them. Boy, so you're asking us to be highly sensitive to not only what we're eating, but what we're spraying on what ourselves. What you're wearing, wearing, yeah. And right down to what the laundry soap we're using. Yeah, and see, we can zero in on that. When I work with a, a patient, uh, I, I can check them. I can check them over the telephone and tell them what's toxic for them. Now, how do you do that the over the telephone? Yeah. We do that. <laughs> That's another astounding thing. Uh, I've developed a method called voice technology, mm-hmm. whereby listening to the voice, I have an objective procedure. It has to be objective mm-hmm. because subjective, it doesn't work too well in this, in this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So an objective way to find out if they're, what they're wearing and if it's poisonous and, and by correcting it or removing it, uh, they can correct the reversal, and, and everything can change when the reversal is corrected. This is so fascinating. Yeah. Well, I want to make sure I give out your website, and I want to ask you a bunch more questions. Oh, yeah. Mind. So I'm talking to Dr. Roger Callahan, and his website is www.roger, R-O-G-E-R, Callahan, C-A-L-L-A-H-A-N.com, rogercallahan.com, and he's got some freebies I see on the website where you can yeah. learn some of this just by signing up for his newsletter. And you can learn how to overcome stress, worry, anxiety with an easy-to-follow, yeah. thought-filled therapy, stress-busting program. And we and have course, a special, invita- I'm yeah. sorry. No, special no, invitation no. for uh, EFT practitioners. Oh. Invitation, and they get a guide to TFT. Uh-huh. And so they, they have some similarity, but many of them don't have any familiarity with the origins. And so they're missing. And they need to because EFT is like a 
dumbed down version. Yeah. In my what would how would you describe EFT? I'm just put. I said yeah, that I think myself. that's a that's a good way to put it. Mm-hmm. It's dumbed down so anybody can do it, even if they don't know what they're doing or why. Yeah. Well, when it comes to the original material, thought field therapy, which obviously I'm a fan of. Can you walk somebody through these listeners that are paying attention right now, and maybe they're thinking, oh, I have the fear of um, success, the fear of failure, or the fear of speaking, or any other number of fears, and they've yeah. already heard about psychological yeah. reversal. They already know to tap You have times. somebody there near your phone that has that. Is that right? You, are you asking? Huh? I'm asking if you have anybody in your room with you? No, just me here. Just you? Oh, well, you've already been cured. <laughs> <laughs> Well, for somebody I, can, I can tell you what we did, what, yeah. uh, why you were cured. Mm-hmm. Uh, first of all, uh, if you start, you would tap the side of your hand routinely. Mm-hmm. Why? Well, that would fix the reversal if you happen to have it. Mm-hmm. In fact, I can check your voice and tell you if you have it. Say, say, I want to be healthy. I want to be healthy. You don't have a reversal. What would I have sounded like if I had one? <laughs> it's not that. I have the objective <laughs> procedure here. And I so see. I can tell if you have it or not. Now, now I'm going to give you... The treatments that's showing up for you right now. Do you hmm. feel any little minor stresses or anything? Oh, absolutely, yes. Oh, okay. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to tap your pointing finger uh-huh. on the t- How bad is that stress that you feel? Well, I just sighed. <laughs> yeah, that's I'm, good. I'm yeah. dealing with a new computer which keeps malfunctioning and not showing oh, up. Oh, that's so. right. Boy, I'm M2, so I know about that. There we go. So, okay. <laughs> the, your index finger, the pointing finger, mm-hmm. tap right next to the nail on the side of the finger near your thumb. Okay. And tap there ten times. Mm-hmm. Think of the computer. Okay? Okay. Now I have another place for you to tap. Mm-hmm. The beginning of either one of your eyebrows. Tap, okay. tap right there ten times. The beginning on the inside or the outside? The uh, the beginning on the inside. Beginning on the inside, just yeah, either right. one. Yeah, okay. where it's thicker, right okay. above the eye, uh, ten times. All right. Now I want you to tap underneath your arm, mm-hmm. about even with your nipple, but directly under your arm on your side. Mm-hmm. Ten times. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, how do you feel? Uh, I almost forget what I was tapping for. Yeah, right. Now think about that stress about the computer mm-hmm. and how bad does it feel right now? Almost uh, non-existent. Mostly non-existent. Yeah. Well, that's great. Uh, it's only existent because I had to remember what I was talking about so I can answer your question. <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So is that a general one, or were you doing that? No, I, I was doing an individual diagnosis. Ah, okay. And we have more, but you you seem to be all cleared up. So well, if, you, if you if you weren't, if let's say that you were an eight on the scale to begin with, and now maybe you're a four. Um, mm-hmm. Here's what I would have you do. Yeah, you're already into it, aren't you? Yeah. You're doing the ninety. <laughs> you tap the back of your hand, mm-hmm. your left hand. Mm-hmm. on the back, mm-hmm. and the place you tap is if you make a fist with your left hand okay. and you're looking at the back of it, you see those knuckles are made large. Yeah. And you're going to go between the little finger knuckle and the ring finger knuckle. Okay. And that's your reference point. Now move toward your wrist about an inch and a half. Oh, come up towards my wrist. Okay. Yeah, and now keep tapping that point. Oh. Are you tapping it? Yep, yep. Good. Now close your eyes. Mm-hmm. Open your eyes. Mm-hmm. Put your eyes down left while you keep tapping. Mm-hmm. Now put them down right. Mm-hmm. Now whirl your eyes around in a circle while you keep tapping. Now whirl them around the other way. Now hum, count, and hum while you tap. One, two, three, four, five. Excellent. Now, how do you feel? Well, I feel fantastic. Well, that's great, isn't it? <laughs> Probably even heard my voice. There was a I did. burst I of energy. <clears throat> I can hear it. Yeah, it's marvelous. And uh, see, with that and other treatments that we do, we can keep people who have dealings, normal dealings with stress in their everyday life. 
we can usually eliminate every trace of that stress. That's and amazing. That is so, yeah, it's so marvelous. Now, is what you just the, the last part of what you just walked me through, is that yeah. something the people listening can do as a basic pattern, well, or is there another basic pattern? I they think should... if they get our free guides, okay, daily stress-busting guide, they'll have instructions that will carry them through most of that stuff. All right, that's at www.rogercallahan.com. And it's right there on the opening page. And I've got to go ahead and say, you've got a store there with all of this material, including a home study course, right. and lots of DVDs that, uh, for somebody who really wants to know how to do this, it's all there. But yeah. you still do personal trainings, don't you, from time oh, to yes. time? Oh, yes. Yes, we do. And I, would, yeah. uh, I want to do that at some point uh, in the future. My and your latest, your latest book, Tapping the Healer Within, that's a, a popular book in bookstores, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, isn't that I'm everywhere? Sure about 20 printings. Oh, wow. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Are you working yeah. on another one? Yeah, we, I've got some, a couple of ideas for some new books. Are you going to give me a sneak peek? Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> the next time uh, we see you for lunch. All right. <laughs> I'll give you more details. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. I don't even want to say what Okay. No, I understand. We'll just keep yeah. cooking on that one. Sure. So, so people can learn this on their own with, yes. you know, I did basically the speaking one by getting that the five-minute phobia cure, which came right. with, I think back then it was a video, but you probably yeah. have a DVD now. Yeah. And I watched it and followed it and did it on my own. That's exactly right. Because I had not met you or anything. So yeah. people can do this on their own, and they can do yeah. it for anything that comes up as they perceive it as a problem. Yeah, many people can. Not everybody, not 100%, but a, a big percentage can do it, do it all, and they're thrilled. It's safe then? Oh, yeah, yeah, it's safe. And if, Well, you know, I have to ask you the question, though, because you say it doesn't work for everybody or it That's doesn't right. help yeah. with something that's more, not a phobia, but what was the other phrase you used? Oh, panic disorder. Yeah, disorder. Anxiety disorder. And I think this is a difference. EFT is almost yelling that it can, it can cure everything. Yeah, well. And you come from a, a more honest, I don't know if I want to say honest, but you come from this place that's more objective. Yeah. And based on your experience, you go, no, it, it may not. Yeah. Now, any, I, I have a saying that I've used for years, that anyone who claims 100% success has simply not treated enough people. Uh. Because that's where you find out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when you treat, see, I've treated thousands of people, so I know I have a better idea of the mm-hmm. standard, and I use the, the best method uh, that I believe is the most powerful method for my patients. Mm-hmm. Get them the farthest along. Right. Well, out of everything you've written and done, the people that are listening, what would you say is the material they should go to first? Where would the, the next well, step be good, for that? That's a good question. I would start with the material on the web that's free. Okay. And then from there, we it'll be kind of obvious, and anyone can feel free to call, call me, and I'll be glad to answer any questions, what's better for your Mm-hmm. brand of work and your profession and so forth. Oh, you'll personally talk to them? Oh, yeah, I'd love to. Oh, my goodness. Well, that's, boy, that's quite an honor. Thank you for doing that. Oh, you're very Do you want to give out an office phone number or just yeah. send them to the website? It's 760-564-1000. Mm-hmm. 760-564-1925. One nine two five. Right. Oh, thank you for doing that. Well, well, do you do the voice readings over the phone with people? I do people? them over the phone. Yeah. Well, that's amazing. And I found out you could do that, and, it's, and not only that, but it turns out it's the most powerful and accurate way to do it. Really? Oh yeah. So if somebody calls and they have a concern, a fear of success. Yeah, and you... say that it's very formidable that they've gone to all the top experts, and so far no one's been able to help them. Mm-hmm. That's our typical patient. Oh, really? Yeah. You, you get them as a last resort. Yeah, that's right. Well, when it comes to things like the fear of success, what's your uh, success rate? That sounds interesting. What's your oh, success well, rate with people with fear we, of success? We know what the problem is when they're not successful. What is the problem? The problem is a matter of toxins like uh Hmm. You know, they're too attached to that perfume or aftershave lotion. Really? Uh, yeah. That's right. It's that simple. 
Well, I and, keep thinking uh, you as a psychologist and a clinical psychologist, you'd be telling me, oh, it has to do with their thought pattern. But what you're telling me is <laughs> well, it, ha- it happens to do with their laundry soap. That's exactly right. <clears throat> that's what it is. Boils down to that. The laundry okay. soap, uh, their their uh, hairspray. Uh, see, this this is for people. This isn't for everybody. This mm-hmm. is for people who are having real difficulties responding to treatment. Mm. Then, as they peel away these toxins, voila, they're they're changed. They're transformed. Their problems are gone. Really? Yeah. Now, I can predict by because I've worked with them and finding out what these toxins are. Mm-hmm. I can tell them if they want, if they're curious and want to have their problem return, I can show them how to do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They don't naturally. They don't want that. Yeah. But it's good. It's it's a it's a statement of our power and knowledge about everything mm-hmm. that we can do that. This is amazing. You're doing such a deeper work than I even imagined. Oh yeah, yeah. Because we're 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 treating problems, really, that no one, a certain category of problems that nobody's ever been able to help before, and we can mm-hmm. help them. So it's quite exciting. Well, I know one of your books that I also got a recent copy of, but it's been out for a while, is Why Do I Eat When I'm Not Hungry? Right. And so you've been working with people with either overeating disorders or obesity or what would you yeah. call that? Yeah, that's right. Um, overweight problems, very common. Hmm. And um, we... we we have the inside dope, I believe, on what to do for those problems. Well, can you give me a you know a, a glimpse into that? You, for yeah, you know, who... one of the problems is craving sweets. Mm-hmm. That's more most common. Hmm. And uh, however, any kind of stress can generate that craving. Hmm. So if you know how to eliminate the stress completely, you uh, can eliminate the craving completely. Ah, uh, I see. Do you have any craving right now for anything you shouldn't have? I'm always craving pizza. Pizza. Yeah. And uh, you're trying to lose a few pounds? Absolutely. All right. And eating the pizza doesn't help. Well, a friend of mine's opening a pizza parlor a mile away, and he keeps bringing it over because I'm his sampler <laughs> oh, until yeah. he opens. <laughs> so I'm waiting for him to open so he'll quit bringing it to me. Yeah, right. Okay. Um, can you can you work up a craving for it right now? Sure. I'll start thinking about the, his uh, the meat lover's pizza that he made. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, think of that. Okay. Think of how good it would be. Mm-hmm. And uh, how strong is your craving right at this moment for that? Well, I'm starting to visualize it in front of me, nice and warm, uh, right. and thick, and all the and steam anchovies. coming off of it. Yeah, all the good stuff I want on top. So right. it's going up to like an eight or a nine. If it okay, was in front of me, good. it'd probably That's be a good ten. for our purpose. Now I'm going to check you for reversal first, because mm-hmm. if you remember, if you have a reversal, yeah, I can't help you till I fix it. Yeah, okay. Say, I want to be over this craving. I want to be over this craving. Okay, great. Now, I'm going to give you a treatment. Mm-hmm. And if you've got a pencil handy, yeah. you could write it down because you can use it any time. Okay. If you want this treatment later and you've forgotten what it is, I can get you another one. Just All right. call me. But okay. EB, write that down. That's for EB? eyebrow. Yeah. Oh. And don't tap yet. All right. You write down EB. That stands for eyebrow. Okay. Okay, and you wrote that down. I got it. Now, A, under the arm. Okay. C, for collarbone. Mm-hmm. 9G. 9G, okay. That stands for nine gamut. Uh-huh. And I'll explain those as we do them. And then SQ, that's an abbreviation for sequence. Okay. All right. Now, the first thing you wrote down was what? Eyebrow, EB. Yeah, remember that? The bushy part of the eyebrow, where it begins. Okay. Tap it ten times. All right. Does it matter which finger I use when I no, tap? No, it doesn't. No. All right. I'm doesn't tapping. Matter. Now, what comes next? What you write down after I uh, The A. Under uh, the, your arm. Oh, now, remember yeah. you tapped even with your nipple, mm-hmm. but directly underneath, underneath your, arm. your arm. Yeah. So do okay. that ten times. Doing that now. And what you write down after that? C, uh, collarbone. Yeah. The, the collarbone point. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to take you to it. Put your right, you're right-handed. Yes, I am right Put your right-handed uh, fingers on the bottom of your chin. Chin, okay. Now slowly go down your throat mm-hmm. and s- until you reach the collarbone. You feel that? Got it, yeah. <clears throat> and that notch is right in the middle. Got it, right there. Okay, now you go straight down one inch. One inch, okay. Now go to the right, one inch. One inch to the right, okay. Now that point right there, tap it ten times. Hmm, it's, it's a little tender. <clears throat> it's, uh, 
Ah, that's interesting. Okay. All right. Uh, now, what'd you write down next? Nine G. Okay, hold it. We'll just see how you feel now. Think how good that pizza is. How strong is your craving at this moment? Uh, it's nowhere. It's not as strong. It's three. It wasn't eight. Yeah, it wasn't eight. It's like half of that, three or four. So it's about a four. Yep. Okay. Now we're going to do the nine G, the nine gamut. Mm-hmm. And the gamut points on the back of your left hand. Do you remember okay. that? And it's it's behind and between those little finger knuckles. Mm-hmm. And you go you go between those two knuckles and go back an inch and a half towards your wrist. Mm-hmm. And stop right there and tap. Start tapping. Mm-hmm. And I'll take you through the nine gamut. Hmm. You're tapping. Okay, I am tapping. Close your eyes. Mm-hmm. Open your eyes. Mm-hmm. Put your eyes down left. Keep mm-hmm. tapping. Now put your eyes down right. Mm-hmm. Whirl your eyes around in a circle. Now the other way. Mm-hmm. Now hum, count, and hum while you tap. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. One, two, three, four, five. <laughs> okay, now you can stop tapping and let's take stock. How strong is your craving at this moment? A one barely. <laughs> That's very good. We didn't even finish. We still have the other. What was the first one, the uh, eyebrow? Uh, EB, eyebrow. EB, eyebrow. Remember the beginning of the eyebrow. Tap it ten times. All right. And then what was next? A, arm. Under your arm. Mm -hmm. Ten times. Mm -hmm. And now the collarbone. Yeah, C, collarbone. And do that ten times. Okay. Now, Mm -hmm. you probably don't have any craving left. Uh, nope. It's in fact, I don't even have a visual of it in my mind. Right. It's not even there. <laughs> okay. And now you should be able to look at it and do that. If it, you have any craving, then do that treatment. Okay. And we, as you want to control your intake of pizza, which you do need to do, then so, do this treatment to help you. Now, is this treatment unique to me right now? Yeah, or yeah, it? it is. That's a good okay. question because it is. I just diagnosed you ah. and what you needed, and that was it. Somebody uh, else might need a little bit different variation. Mm-hmm. but uh, Do people we, get to the point after studying your material, going through your courses and books, where they know how to make treatments for themselves? And well, others? they know how to find out exactly what treatment they should do. We, when our, our highest level course teaches how to do the voice technology, which is mm. very powerful. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they can treat themselves mm-hmm. at the highest level. Amazing. Yeah. Well, yeah. Be- before I run out of time here, first of all, I want to make sure people got the the website. It's rogercallahan.com, www.rogercallahan.com, rogercallahan.com. He's got a free guide on the website. The website's very rich with lots of material, including a big uh, store where you can buy a lot of things. I spent $1,000 there recently. Uh, getting caught up with everything that you've been doing. (laughs) Yeah, well, thank you so much. Of course. Well, thank you for the work you're doing. Now, let me ask a couple other questions that seem a little off the wall, but I think they're insightful. What are some books around all of these concepts that people should be reading? So, in other words, obviously read all of your books. Right. But is there something, you know, it could be on acupuncture, it could be on psychology, it could be on who knows what. what I'll tell you, a a very good book that helps Mm -hmm. explain why this works. Mm. See, this is, I call these electrical treatments. Okay. They are electrical. And it's an electrical theory of problems that I've mm. developed and that others have uh, been working on. But the, the, uh, the best general book uh, of the type you're asking, mm-hmm. it, of course, was written long before mine, mm-hmm. and it's called The Body Electric. Oh, uh-huh. The Body Electric, a very fine book by a doctor who knows what he's talking about. Okay, that's still in print then? You said it before. Yeah, it has been mm-hmm. the last I heard. Okay. Uh, the Body Electric, you don't remember yeah. the author offhand? I know it so well and I can't think of it right no, now. No, that's all right. We'll but that was a it. good question. No one's ever asked me that question before. <laughs> but it's a very good one, of course. Well, Please you know, yeah. you, you draw from... You know, everything from acupuncture to psychology to your own personal work with the individuals over 30 years. Yeah. And so there's a lot of different areas that we might want to look at to fully understand what you're doing or to understand Ab- ourselves even better. That's right. So the and body I wish electric I could is- tell you the author of this mm-hmm. uh, because he deserves mentioning, and I can't think of his name right now. Uh, it's been so long 
But it's a book that I've been recommending for years, The Body Electric. Okay, I got it down. Is there anything else, book-wise, audio-wise? Yeah, there's another book. I'm trying to think of the one that uh, was uh, describes the, the magnificent work done at Yale University ah. with, uh, with cancer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, it has a strange name. Hmm. Um, and Possibly. It doesn't fit the, the title doesn't fit the uh, Oh book in my opinion but it's mm-hmm. a great book because it describes all of this work that was done with uh, uh, reversal mm-hmm. and reversal correction and the voltmeter was that was all done with that really and excellent yes and it was superb work and it's never been picked up on nobody seems to know anything about it except me mm. I, and the reason it caught my attention is because they just mentioned reversal and I went whoa wait a minute yeah. And I, it worked, fit right into what I was doing, and I'm glad to see somebody else was along the similar line. And their their work was marvelous. Uh, and uh, Well, I would personally want to know that. Maybe you can have your wife email it to I me will, afterwards. We, I and, will, certainly. And I can add it to, to a note that goes out to everybody later. Yeah, thank you. That That's marvelous. And uh, um, is there a, a thought or a takeaway point? People have been listening to you for about an hour, and they're probably just fascinated, and they want to know, you know, what do I do next or what, what do you want them to have as the takeaway or the thing to be thinking about as we go out of this? Well, we have a lot of interesting things that you, you mentioned uh, on our uh, web. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll tell you something that they probably never heard of, but keep your eye out for it mm. on, on our web. Mm-hmm. It's called Heart Rate Variability. Heart Rate Variability. Heart Rate Variability. They probably never heard of it, but it's a spectacular phenomenon. Really? And it's, a, it's, it's from the medical field of heart, mm-hmm. cardiology. But most cardiologists are not aware of it, uh, alas. But it, what it is is an, um, a mechanism that measures the variability of the intervals in the heartbeat. And with this measure, they can tell it's the best. In fact, it's the best measure there is of telling the health of a person. An objective measure of health can be determined through heart rate variability. Oh. And so, and uh, we have a t- uh, videotape where I'm explaining uh, about heart rate variability, and I think it's really something that everybody could be interested in because if ever you want to get serious about protecting your health, mm-hmm. you really need to know about heart rate variability and what to do about it. Cause well, we have, wonderful. We, yeah, we can improve your heart rate variability, which means we can improve your health enormously. The mm-hmm. objective index of your health with heart rate variability. And this is on your site or it's coming to your site? It's there. It's there now. Okay. It's there right now, yeah. Okay. Well, I want everybody to go to uh, Roger, com, And I looked up the author of The Body Electric, and it is uh, Robert Becker. Exactly, Robert O. Becker. Yeah, Robert Becker. B-E-C- Thank you so much. B e c k e r came out in That's 98. Right. Yeah. And He's a, he was a um, mm-hmm. he was a uh, bone doctor. <laughs> uh huh. You know, and uh, he was very interested in trying to find out why it was that some mm-hmm. people would have break their leg and it wouldn't heal. Mm. And that happens about with about three percent or so. It doesn't happen, but if you tap the side of the hand, then they'll heal. Oh, really? You just reverse yeah, it that's or correct right. it. Exactly. Well, Dr. Callahan, I can't thank you enough. You are a fascinating man doing pioneering work, and you're still at it. And I can't believe you invited people to call your office line, yeah. but, but you gave out your number. Uh, yeah. I am very grateful. I want everybody to go get his material and go to the website. That's just the best place to start is just go to rogercallahan.com yeah. and sign up for the freebie, poke around, see which book or material or DVDs or CDs are going to attract you and consider going to the course. Yeah. I, for one, I'm very grateful. Thank you for your wonderful work in the world and helping all of us feel better uh, and be happier. Thank you for one of the best interviews I've ever had. Oh, from you? Oh, my goodness, no. Yeah. You, you, better than Donahue? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tell Donna you gave you an hour yeah. on national TV. Yeah, I know it. Uh, well, anyway, Donna, he was great. Oh, that's but good. No, you hear. have the most incisive questions, and you even had the author, uh, Robert O. Becker, that I couldn't think of. <laughs> and I'm thrilled about that. Well, 
thank you again for doing this. Um, everybody in Hypnotic Gold, please go to his website, rogercallahan.com. I will see you all in the future. Godspeed to all of you, and Roger, thank you again. And thank you. <laughs>